Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Snake Oil Radio. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, we got a couple of great uh, subjects to work with today. Uh, I hadn't realized that I scheduled a show, of course, on the, uh, the winter solstice as well, so I think we'll, we'll talk about that in addition to our uh, giving and receiving subject today. Anyway, let me backtrack a little bit and uh, introduce myself in case it's your first time tuning into the show and uh, give a little backdrop about the show and what we're doing here. Um, again, my name is Jim Ventura. I am a professional astrologer and numerologist, uh, as well as I work with tarot, uh, animal cards, rune stones. I've actually worked with quite a few oracles for many years, and uh, I do it professionally uh, for an income as a life coach and navigational consultant. Uh, information about all that can be found on the website, of course. And uh, I've been doing a uh, column for good boy seven years now, Snake Oil. And uh, this is a show that grew from the column. Uh, if you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, feel free to email me at VenturaSage at Yahoo.com or VenturaWords at Mac.com, uh, and I'll get you added to the free mailing list for the monthly newsletter. Also, you can you can invite me as a friend on Facebook as well. I post a lot of information there, too. So uh, we launched a show a couple of years back, and uh, I cut, cut some different themes for different shows that we do. We're generally here every Thursday, and uh, today kind of got a special holiday show of sorts. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about our, our today's subject, and then uh, I will welcome uh, phone calls uh, about uh, your input uh, perspective on what we're talking about today. I uh, always love to hear from guests and what their point of view is. Uh, you're also welcome to um, comment or say hello in the chat room if you're joining us in the chat as well. Um, if you ask questions through there, of course, I'll read them on air. Uh, a lot of people catch the show later on in the archives, so they're not really privy to catching the chat uh, the chat room kind of stuff when they're in there. So again, welcome everybody in the chat, welcome everybody listening to the show live, and welcome everybody who is obviously going to catch the show later on as it goes into archives. Okay, so a couple different subjects I wanted to talk about today. First off, let me launch into the, the most obvious one, uh, that it is, uh, this, I think it was early this morning, was officially the launch of the winter solstice. And a little backdrop on what that is. A lot of people are familiar with what it is. Some people are not quite familiar. In fact, I wrote a little bit about this on uh, Facebook the other day. And uh, I think I'll read you guys this because it's kind of brief. But I'll give you some insight into the solstice. Uh, so what I wrote on Facebook was this year winter solstice occurs on December 22nd. Uh, in the Druid tradition, it was considered a time of conception and inspiration. This is the time of death and rebirth. The sun appears to be abandoning us completely as the longest night comes to us. Darkness enables us to recognize what we've been holding on to that needs to be cast away. Whether they be physical, emotional, and mental aspects that need to be cleansed, from this new light will come as we begin the progression toward the time of the Imbolc, which is February 1st. Uh, many Christmas celebrations are in line with some aspects of the winter solstice celebrations. It is a time to focus on the truly important things in our lives, family, children, home, friendship, partnerships, etc. 
Yule and holly and mistletoe are all traditions that trace back before Christianity to winter solstice celebrations. I could go on and on about the rest of these things, but I'll keep it simple. Crazy holiday Christmas traditions, racing to the stores and buying presents, uh, getting Christmas cards out, etc., can obscure the need for observing the natural rhythms of the solstice cycles. Well, many of our Christmas traditions are really fun, especially celebrating with family and friends and eating like a slob almost. It is usually already clear internally, especially during the solstice, to each of us about what we may need to let go of and what is truly of value in our lives. The trick is to be willing to let go of the old and begin to give birth to new and more positive and beneficial things. Happy solstice. Okay, so that was my post on Facebook and I will mention, of course, uh, if you're not, again, if you're not already uh, catching, uh, you, you can friend me on Facebook. You don't, you don't have to know me as a close friend to friend me on Facebook, so feel free to do that. Also, I'm catching we got some calls here, so I'm going to get to my callers in just a few minutes. So be hang a little bit. Um, I'm glad we're glad to take the calls in just a little bit. So I want to talk a little bit more about this solstice. So, yeah, you know, I had mentioned what this is about Um you know, uh, traditionally, solstice obviously predates back quite a quite a ways back in time, and you know we reach these different kind of cycles. And I always sort of say, you know, the thing about cycles like solstice and um, you know the, the summer solstice and Imbolc and and all these other different uh, druid celebrations that occurred, you know, they are really really meaningful, uh, especially when you actually kind of really learn about what they mean. But one of the things that was kind of explained to people is we'll typically kind of follow some of these traditions without necessarily knowing what they mean. In a very kind of similar context, it's the same thing with astrology. Not believing in astrology doesn't necessarily change the influence of astrology on us. So um, you, you can go, of course, an entire lifetime and be perfectly happy and fulfilled without ever learning anything about astrology. Uh, but you can also benefit if you did learn about it. And the same thing can happen with understanding these kind of cycles. So the uh, solstice itself, you know, traditionally it is considered the point when the sun is furthest away, really meaning the way the earth axis is turned. So it is the longest night, so to speak. You know, it is very natural for people to kind of go through a little bit of a retreat, a pullback, um, certain issues to come up that need to be reevaluated and relooked at during these periods. Um, obviously, uh, they can really bring up um, a lot of things for us, especially, you know, because this kind of coincides w with Christmas traditions and holiday traditions, which can be really awesome times for people, but, you know, also in some cases can be difficult. Um, family can bring up old patterns and um, looking at where you are in your life as well. Too. So uh, what I think is it, it really can be a very, very beneficial time because even if you find yourself going through some element of emotional or psychological difficulty during the solstice, it, it really, the winter solstice especially, it really is meant to kind of get you to, it's really kind of meant to get you to check back in with coming into an awareness of what is kind of working in your life, what you may need to uh, to let go of or make a shift on energetically. Uh, and again, and I, as I had mentioned in that piece that I read, it's also very much a time of inspiration. We often become kind of in, uh, you know, aware of what we'd like to launch in the coming year, 
which can be really a, a cool thing to do. But again, remember, just the way that we're wired as people, we often have to sort of let go of certain things before we move forward to the next thing in that sense. So these little kind of little mini depressions or pullbacks that people will, will sometimes go through uh, are, are really, really necessary during these cycles and, and kind of give you a chance to retreat. You know, I know I always notice, certainly one thing I always say is I sleep plenty to begin with. It's never something I skimp on. But um, I, I certainly have caught myself sleeping more and kind of more deeply uh, this time of year. And it's not even necessarily that cold. We're in, we're in, you know, I'm launching from from Arizona, from Phoenix here, so it's it's in the 60s, so it's not as freezing as it might be in other parts of the country. But yeah, again, it is very, very natural, natural for us to to go through some element of retreat during uh, the winter solstice. Uh, but it's brief, and it, in essence, will pass. So use the time to meditate, to kind of look inward, uh, to pull in, and really reevaluate uh, what you'd like to see for yourself in the coming year and again what what parts of yourself or circumstances might be worth releasing at this point okay so a little information on the solstice um i'm going to uh take one of the first calls and then i'm going to launch a bit into uh the other topic we wanted to get into today um you know i i was i've been very blessed before i get to the first phone call i've been very very blessed having done this show for years to not get any two uh crazy people calls coming in but i had a few of them a couple of shows back um and uh so if i get those uh i'm going to drop them and uh i say that very humorously uh i always kind of tell people uh i'm a very nice guy of course but uh my background coming from new york is i can be a wise ass so uh, i may take an opportunity to play <laughs> in that sense if i get any silly calls so we're focusing on the good ones here, and I do want to get your input. So the call-in number here is uh, 646-200-3966. i got to make sure uh, – we've got a number of calls already, so we've got to make sure we keep the calls just to a couple of minutes. But uh, you might need to dial a 1 before that, too, 646-200-3966. And uh, we'll see what we get here. Okay, so let's take our first caller. 562, I've got you on Snake Oil Radio. How are you today? Just listening. You just listening? Uh, did you have a question or something? Because because you called in and you're you're welcome to just hang and listen unless you got a question or a comment. No, no, no. Okay, cool, no problem. Uh, I appreciate you listening, and I'm gonna put you on mute here and, and enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, have a good holiday. All right. So yeah, you don't have to necessarily um, call the call-in number to to listen to the show. I believe. And by the way, too, let me also say if you do call in. Um, and, and you start to talk, you may need to turn down the volume on your computer because um, you'll, you'll sometimes get a feedback. Let me take this other call, and then we'll kind of get into our uh, giving and receiving information here. Okay. All right, 111, you're live on Snake Oil Radio. How are you? Hello? Okay, looks like we got. Uh, this is always weird. Sometimes on the call, I'm gonna hang up on that one. Sometimes on the calls, we get a, uh, I get a one 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 one, no other number kind of call. I'm not really sure what that is. I wonder if it's kind of a a blocked number, in that sense. Uh, you, you, uh, it's not something you guys can't necessarily see. Anyway, um, okay, so let's get on to the next subject. And um, and then we'll we'll see about taking some more calls in a little bit. 
Okay, so uh, we talked a little bit about the solstice. So, yeah, absolutely. Take advantage of this time. And, and, you know, just so you know, if you do find yourself getting a little bit depressed or a little bit kind of pulled back energetically, um, you know, believe me, the solstice itself, and, of course, holidays can really bring a lot of stuff up for people. In fact, the other uh, subject I wanted to talk about today, of course, was our giving and receiving ratio. Uh, before I get into that, let me say hello to everybody also in the chat room. Um, uh, alas, Pori, poor Yorick. Okay, I'm going to try to get the names right. <laughs> Got a couple other guests, and alas, poor Yorick. I was able to pronounce that correctly. Jamie13, welcome to the show. Uh, again, if anyone has any comments or anything, feel free to you know comment in the chat room uh, as well. But you're absolutely welcome to just hang and listen, of course. So the other subject I want to talk about, again, was kind of a giving and receiving ratio. Now, I thought this would be, of course, an excellent subject to bring up around the holidays because it's kind of noted for its time of uh, giving and receiving. And uh, definitely a lot of that going on. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the uh, holiday giving and receiving traditions I had in my family, uh, some, some maybe some personal circumstances as well, too. And we'll see if uh, anyone else has any uh, insight or, or comments on this uh, during this time as well. So, uh, okay. So let me start by telling you, you know, where, a little bit where this idea came from is I, one of the, the different oracles that I work with are, are called angel cards. In fact, I always recommend for people who are interested in learning how to read oracles, um, and an oracle is, you know, like any type of divination tool, tarot, um, astrology, uh, you know, uh, rune stones, animal cards. I've recommended this before in other shows. I'll recommend it again. If you're new to it and you want to learn, I highly recommend picking up a deck of angel cards. Um, really fun to work with, very positive, uh, very inspirational, and much easier to learn than a lot of other uh, types of, of decks and things to get into. So highly recommended. Uh, Doreen Virtue makes a lot of the decks that are popular, and, and she's really, really quite uh, quite good. So let me read to you one of the, the cards from the Doreen Virtue um, uh, daily guidance from your angels, because it's about giving and receiving. So she says, the entire universe operates in cycles similar to your inhalations inhal and exaltations. When you only exhale, give, or only inhale, receive, you become out of rhythm with the universe. For optimal health, energy, and replenishment, balance each inhalation in your life with an exaltation. The angel sent you this card because your giving and receiving ratio has been out of balance lately. If you've been giving much more than receiving, you're likely to feel that others are taking advantage of your kindness. If your imbalance is in giving more than uh, in receiving more than giving, you may have felt uneasy, depressed, or even guilty. While it's impossible to perfectly balance giving and receiving each day, you can strike a healthy balance. To do so, make sure to give something like time, money, a gift, or compliment on a daily basis, without expecting anything in return. On the same day, be a gracious receiver to unexpected offers of help, compliments, or other gifts. Say thank you without embarrassment or guilt. In relationships where you're the primary giver, express your needs and ask for help. Additional meanings for this card. In your relationships, make sure you both give and receive. Uh, the situation you're asking about requires balancing male and female energies. To receive first, you must give. Tithe whatever you need more of, time, money, items, and so on. And affirm, I'm, I now receive good graciously into my life. 
Okay, so that is one of the cards, and uh, bringing up some some excellent points here because I do think that we often in life get kind of thrown in our giving and receiving ratio. I know when I was a kid in my family, it's a great Christmas tradition, um, and my family, we had to kind of, as a large family, there were seven kids in my family when we were kids, and we had to buy each other a Christmas gift for Christmas Eve. Um, and, you know, it didn't have to be something expensive, but I always remember I had, my older brother was always so irritated with everyone and everyone in the family and just one of those kind of kids that was always annoyed at everything that he didn't really want to participate, but my mother more or less made him do it. So you go out and you buy my brother a present, and you, you know, being the type of person I was, I always would put a lot of thought into presents. It was always something that I liked to do to get someone excited when I gave a good present. So you put all this thought into these different presents, and my brother would like. Uh, I remember a couple of years where he'd just like go over to the food town. <laughs> we grew up in New York. He'd go over to the food town and he he would just pick up a, a bag of candy, you know, uh, candy bars or candy, and just get, throw them and kind of give that to everybody. And he'd do it sort of at the last minute, irritated. And it, what was even funnier about it, looking back on it, was a lot of times he'd even pick candy that he, he knew you didn't like or he just didn't care whether you did or you didn't. So that was his big present. <laughs> so needless to say, his kids and the family, a lot of times we didn't really want to buy any presents for my brother Bobby uh, because he was such a, you know, he was such a brat about the whole subject. And, yeah, it, it can be a little frustrating when you're giving and someone isn't necessarily giving back. You know, but by the same token, of course, we give not really with, you know, if we're giving well, we're not giving with some uh, element of, of a hope on a return. You know what I mean? We're giving because we enjoy the process of giving. But like she makes it as a really excellent point in, in these cards is we do have to kind of maintain some type of a healthy balance. Otherwise, we really, really can get thrown. Because, you know, I know uh, for me often it's been easier to be a giver than to necessarily receive. And I know, again, I felt out of balance at times when I feel like I've been taken advantage of. In fact, I'm going to, I had an uh, experience a couple of weeks back on a, um, a vacation that I'm going to tell you about, but I want to grab some of these callers first before I do that. So our topic today is about giving and receiving uh, and the solstice, and um, we'll also be able to take a, a quick personal question if someone has one too. So let me take my next call of 484. You're on Snake Oil Radio. Hello? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Now, who, yeah, how are you today? I am doing um, okay. My name Good. is uh, Tiffany. Thank you, Tiffany. That's what I was going to ask you what your name was. A lot of times people don't tell me what their name is. You don't have to, you know, give me a lot of detail, but first name, of course. So anyway, right. did you have comment, question? Tell me where you're at today, Tiffany. Um, I do have a question, concern. Um, last week, me and my boyfriend kind of had a awkward argument um he basically kind of started it and said some uncomfortable things to me and then a couple of hours later he came back to apologize but i'm kind of still giving him the cold shoulder and he's still coming around now what's going to happen here with me and his name jason Right. Okay. So, um, so your, uh, so the question again is, what's going to happen with this? 
Well, yeah, because we were making plans for the future. I mean, he wanted to get married in March. Right. Okay, yeah, because I'm hearing, just coming at this from an intuitive angle, then I'm going to also tell you I pulled a rune stone for you, so I'm going to tell you what the rune says because this will help you a lot. Um, But from an intuitive angle, I feel like, and it's very fitting with the timing again, I was talking about this a little on the show about people going into a little bit of weirdness during the winter solstice, kind of pulling back. In fact, I've had a lot of clients um, who've gone through some type of difficulty in relationship at this point. In fact, I was on Facebook the other day, and one of my clients posted something saying that her husband of 14 years gave her a special Christmas gift that he told her he never loved her, he he, he wanted to leave her, and that was his Christmas gift. So oh. talk about brutal in that sense. Yeah. And uh, that was very difficult. In fact, I was actually a little impressed that she was even able to post that because most yeah. people would have kind of pulled back and, and hid. Of course, she got a lot of support from people uh, as well, and um, and I had worked with her before, so I kind of somewhat knew this was coming. They were having difficulty. Um, but I don't think you're in that in that situation, <laughs> just so you know. Okay, because right. what I'm kind of feeling and what I'm getting here is I feel like he was wanting to move forward, and he got a certain element of cold feet, and it's like he threw a sabotage into the situation. And now he's trying to pull back and, and, and resolve it, even though I don't know whether he's really fully addressed what he did in that sense, in a way that's making you feel secure again. Because right. I feel like, yeah, I mean, it, obviously this is going to throw you a bit. And when I pull the runestone for you, and, and I like to do this for people because runestones are kind of like a navigational consult, uh, a way to consult that way. It kind of mm-hmm. tells you sort of what to do. It's interesting because it came up the blank rune. Okay. Which means that it's not decided necessarily which way it's going to go, but what okay. you can find with the blank rune is it always means that there's something happening that has to do with our kind of higher healing and learning okay. and awareness. So something okay. good will come out of it, even though it definitely probably does not look very good at the moment in that sense. Because the blank rune often um, brings up the idea that there's something in our past that is unresolved emotionally or psychologically, and it's almost like we're replaying something out again, mm-hmm. some element of, of abuse or difficulty. And I feel like that's the, that's the case here, because I keep hearing the words that he wanted, that he was sort of sabotaging the situation in that sense. And I, I'm, I'm hearing that there were things going on around him, and it's almost like it's more like he struck out at you as opposed mm-hmm. to that you were causing the issue or the problem. But right. now he doesn't know how to reel it back. Does that make sense? Well, do you, I mean, what I'm asking you is because, like, you know, a couple hours later he came back and was apologizing, and he right. still keeps coming back, and I'm just blowing him off. Do you feel like he feels bad? He blew yeah. out and Very much so. I, I feel like it's legitimate that he's really regretting what he did, and he doesn't know how to fix it. Okay. Um, but he's trying to. So what I'm kind of getting is I feel like this is an opportunity for you to kind of establish a boundary, for okay. you to say, listen, I'm not your, you know, you don't get to piss on me, so to speak. You right. know what I mean? And there not be a repercussion right. that, that you can. But what I'm hearing is that it would be beneficial if you did forgive him because I feel it's actually genuine that he's sorry that he did it. Um, and I'm actually, like, last night, I don't know if I dreamt this or something just came to me, but I actually uh, felt like he was actually crying over the situation, even yeah. though I didn't physically see him crying. Cause, right, cause is he, 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 he doing that, that? 
Yes. It's, I'm feeling, you know, it's funny because when you ask about a future with him, I have to tell you, I clearly see one. Okay. So I feel like you guys are going to move through this. But you do have a right to establish that in the future you don't get to, you know what I mean, that there's going to be repercussions around it. But I'm hearing to forgive him and to move forward with it because I feel like it's legitimate that he really, okay. he, he really kind That's of That's very up. good then. So hopefully the next time whenever I see him, whenever right. he tries to come here again, I should kind of like just warm up to him and quit being Right, absolutely. Say, listen, I'm going to forgive you on this. Because I feel like he definitely learned something from it, too, about what your boundaries are. Okay, and that's good. What he, so you did good, actually, really. But now, Well, yeah, you know, and the good thing about it is when he, when he was blowing his mouth off, the good thing about the whole, the whole thing is I kept my mouth shut, which is good. Okay. Very good. Because, you know, normally we would say, well, shut up, you know, you're this mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? And right. I didn't do that. Yeah, which is good. Good for you. And, and just so you know, by the way, for, for any type of long-term relationship, and I think you're in one, by the way, for right. any type of long-term relationship, um, it's actually good every once in a while, not often, but once in a while, to have an argument or to clear the air about something. It's actually okay. healthy, believe it or not, because people that don't often um, bottle up too much, I would mm-hmm. say it's almost like, even every couple of months, it would be good to have a little time where you're kind of in a good space with each other, neutral, and say, okay, you get five minutes to tell me everything that's annoying the crap out of you about me, and then I get five well, minutes. See, what kills me is what started is, is he says that we're not even in a relationship. Right. And I got so upset and mad over that. I was like, what? Right. But, but you see, but, you know, again, because it's easy for us to react to what comes out of someone's mouth as opposed right. to, and women are often better at this anyway, but to really look at the body language and understand what someone's saying. So I think that the fact that he's as drawn to you and he feels as strongly as he does about you scares him. So he did a dopey sabotage thing. Okay. That's what it was. You know, I think a deeper part of you knows that, but it's tough because, you know, it's human to want to kind of, you know, punch him in the face a little here. I say that humorously. But you know I'm hoping, I mean? but, like I said, I, I've been ignoring him. It just happened a week ago today. Right. So I'm hoping with this whole week, I'm hoping that he kind of learned something here. That, yeah, you know what, I, I, think I, I really I, am I, the woman that he wants yeah. to be with. Absolutely. I think, and that's what the dream is telling you, that he really is feeling bad about it in that sense. So give him an opportunity to apologize and then and then forgive him, you know, and I think you'll, you guys are ready to kind of move forward. All right? Okay, awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing uh, your, your story. I always appreciate that, uh, Tiffany. Oh, yes. And you, you have right. a very nice Christmas. <laughs> you too. Happy holidays. Bye. Are you still there? No. Okay. I disconnected. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to take this other call here. Although I think this is uh, 562. You're on the air. I'm just listening. You're just listening. Okay. So I, th- I thought you'd call before. I'll let you listen. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you don't have to, uh, again, I explained this to 562. I think you're, uh, you don't have to uh, be, uh, you don't have to call in directly. You know I mean? You can listen on the air. I think I might have hung up on you now, and my apologies if I did that. Uh, you can you can listen. I should just muted you. 
I'm not trying to kick you out. Yeah, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll leave you alone on there too. It's funny how it's something that does that. It puts up the mutes up there. Anyway, so thank you, uh, Tiffany, for for sharing that. And again, a great example. You know, inadvertently, a great example of what we're talking about today about a giving receiving ratio, because even in relationships, we can see this. If you're in a position where you're you feel like you're giving. Um, and then somebody does something so kind of mean or difficult, you know, again, of course, it's natural for us to want to shut down or to pull away or to get angry. So we do have to find a way to kind of balance our giving and receiving ratios. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, as we go here. Um, so one thing uh, I had mentioned before I wanted to talk a little bit about a story that I had dealt with recently, a great example of a giving-receiving ratio being out of balance I had gone uh, for my birthday a couple of weeks back to uh, Las Vegas with a few friends, and it was a nice situation because I invited uh, four friends, and one of them I was able to get hooked up with uh, free rooms over at the um, at one of the casinos, and I also had free complimentary rooms, and I let another friend stay with me in that room. Uh, you know, got two queen beds and was able to share a room with her, so she did not have to pay for a room as well. And the friend who I got the free rooms for uh was kind enough to drive there um and pay for gas and to drive so we didn't have to do that so that was very cool um but uh, during the trip and we had a good time uh for the most part but i kind of ran into a little bit of an odd situation about again the giving and receiving ratio because you know i had hooked one of my these this friend of mine up with a you know basically a really kind of high end room that would have cost about 80 to 100 dollars a night for 3 nights and that was a friend that drove, which was nice. Uh, and then the other friend um, not only got to, you know, drive for free because he drove, but she also got to share a room with me. And, you know, we were kind of there on my birthday, and another uh, one of my friends who went, um, she was there, and she really helped out a lot on, uh, for my birthday. I was trying to g- gain points in the casino system to be able to to uh, stay uh, what, what's called diamond status in the Harris system. And she helped a lot. She played on my card the whole time. She brought some some um, cookies for my birthday. It's very sweet. Uh, but the other two, the one who stayed in my room for free and got the trip for free, you know, she gave me kind of a card. Um, but uh, and the other guy um, that 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 drove, but then got the free rooms. Like they didn't really do anything for my birthday in any way. And I have to tell you, it kind of threw me a little. Not that I expected anything, but it was just sort of an odd thing that I was giving them all these these things that were pretty high-end, and I thought like someone would have maybe bought me breakfast or um, even a cup of coffee or offered to buy me a drink or a cigar. It seemed kind of odd to me that they didn't do that. Um, so I found uh, myself being a little irritated with the giving and receiving ratio. And uh, again, I, don't, I typically don't expect much. I enjoy giving, but it, it struck me as a little bit out of whack in that sense that uh, that nobody kind of offered. So I think a lot of us have gone through things like this where you kind of, you know, the giving-receiving ratio can be a difficult thing to strike up a balance with because, again, it's hard for it to be perfectly even in, in all cases. But what I think is important for us to remember is even if we have a difficult experience like we're giving too much and we're not getting something back, you know, we can get something beneficial out of it. Either we can know whether it's uh, beneficial for us to talk to that person and tell them that we're a little hurt or, we, you know what I mean, it would have had been nice to, for them to have offered something that, that you feel like you're giving too much and you're not getting back and, and, and really state your needs. This could be very, very healthy in relationships and with family. 
and with friends, and also um, or or to you know to largely make decisions around it. Uh, you know, for me, I don't. I won't invite those friends on a trip again that way. Um, I, I just won't, and, and not out of anger or any type of a resentment in that sense, but I really found it to be um, unbalanced in a way that was, was, again, a little bit off kilter. So, again, I would not really, really necessarily do that. They still will be friends, but I won't put them in the category of friends that I would elaborately invite to a trip where I, I give them all these comps and all these beneficial things um, I have other friends that I would do that with. So, I mean, I learned something from it. And I think in either case, that really is uh, very, very key uh, for our own growth and for us to be healthy and to be balanced. Uh, you know, and I know many, many years ago, I remember I lived with a roommate who, uh, this is in my early 20s, I lived with a roommate who uh, was, you know, I, I was the one who always bought the food and cleaned the bathrooms and took care of everything. And um, I actually lived with a roommate, and a number of times I kind of asked him to contribute a little bit more, but he often had trouble maintaining work, and, uh, you know, he just didn't really give much back. And I did in a very healthy way. I, I asked him to, to contribute a little more. And then really, it, it, finally, I just asked him to move out. I just assumed live by myself and get another roommate. And I remember him being very devastated by that. And I, I said, listen, dude, I mean, I can't keep living with someone where I'm taking care of everything in that sense. It really is unhealthy for me to do it. And the way I'm wired is I tend to be pretty responsible. You know what I mean? You have to do certain things. Bills have to be paid. I kind of take care of things. That's because of the way that I'm wired. Probably a lot of my listeners might be in a similar type of a disposition that way. Um, and I think that's what we have to recognize. If, if we're giving too much, then it may also be, at a, and if we, if we get beyond the details of the giving and receiving situation, um, often what it really is is for a lot of us, we have difficulty with receiving. We may not feel worthy of receiving, or we may not make it easy for people to do that um, uh, for us. Uh, and that's what she had talked about when I read this angel card. We talked about this before a little bit, that, you know, in order to learn how to receive, we have to do that graciously. You know, I know when I was younger, I was always so eager to be the giver that the moment someone gave me a gift or did anything for me, I'd always immediately begin to think of what I needed to do to top that, to give them something better back. And I actually had to learn that that was kind of dysfunctional. <laughs> it was nice, but it really isn't the healthiest thing when you're, you know, you're, you're kind of jumping through hoops and bending over backwards in that sense in order to, to please someone in that way. So, uh, yeah, and, and one of the ways to learn how to receive in a healthy way is to say thank you. But, yeah, I think that you're, you know, there's an imbalance on either side. It, again, if you're giving and you're not necessarily receiving back, and also, again, of course, there's that imbalance when you're, um, you know, you're you're receiving only and you're not able to give. These are the things that we have to work at trying to harmonize and trying to balance. In fact, anybody who uh, understands any metaphysical study or awareness about meditation and things of that nature will know that really healthy breathing, inhaling, exhaling, sounds simplistic, but is, is part of keeping us um, even and keeping us healthy and balanced. In fact, a lot of times, even when I've talked to uh, and worked with clients who are dealing with things like uh, panic attacks, 
often one of the best things to do is just simply focus on one's breathing and to get the, you know just to focus on something very simplistic because what that does is it brings you very much back to the present um, and you're focusing on and again just something as simple as uh, as breathing um, uh, panic attacks typically are often about kind of an overwhelm of fear that has to do with uh, a fear of the future and fear of the past kind of entwining in a way so that's actually what they are in that sense so breathing is a very very good cure if someone is having a panic attack uh, in that way but for most of us again healthy breathing is is linked with many many other things that keep air oxygenated and keep us kind of dealing with that that flow of energy in and out uh, that keeps us balanced in fact, years ago, uh, some years ago, I started working with a great um, series of cards that had to do with the teachings of the Lakota Indian traditions, and they talked about air as one of one of the four sustaining elements. And on the meditation in in one of the cards that I always loved, and I've quoted a lot for clients, and I'll throw this out to everybody listening today as a meditation to consider is. The meditation is, let me see if I can find it so I can quote it directly. Flipping through a book while I'm talking, not necessarily the easiest thing to do, but we'll, we'll pull it off. Okay, let me see if I can find it. If not, um, we'll just kinda, I'll just kind of loosely quote it in that sense. But air is one of the, uh, again, four sustaining elements. Here we go. I think I have found it. Very good. Okay, so this is what the meditation is. And this um, this author... Uh, these cards are called the Lakota Sweat Lodge cards. Uh, the author is Chief uh, Archie Fire Lame Deer and Helen Sarkis, Spirit Teachings of the Sioux Indians. And this is what the meditation is, and this is a really great one to contemplate. Um, within each breath, I inhale the gift of life and exhale the gift of myself into the world. Now, this is a great meditation for obvious reasons. Uh, because it, it kind of really gets that giving and receiving message uh, as clear as it could ever possibly be, which is that, you know, we are, you know, when you uh, open up to breathing in life in that sense, you're taking in all that spirit, all that earth has to give us in a beautiful way. But also when you breathe out, of course, you're you're giving the gift of yourself to the world. And that's something to know, that you do have something to offer. You do have something of value. So uh, I'm going to see. I think I've got one more call here I'm going to try to take. Let me see if I can get this. Uh, hello, you're on Snake Oil Radio. Hello? Yeah, I keep getting these uh, calls uh, that are... <laughs> No one's there. When I think people get on and then they uh, they're not very patient in, in waiting for uh, for uh, those those uh, for for me to get on the air. Uh, anyway, okay. So uh, we got a few more minutes here. So let's talk a little bit more about this subject, and then we'll kind of wrap it up for the day. I do want to thank everybody who has called in and uh, has been listening today. Of course. Uh, we've been talking a bit about two things. We talked about uh, the winter solstice, and we also talked about a giving-receiving ratio. So just as a reminder, today is actually the winter solstice, and it is considered, again, that, that point of the greatest darkness, so to speak, or the position uh, where the Earth is, is th theoretically furthest away from the sun. So one of the goals for, for meditation, for awareness, um, is to really, really look at the things in your life 
that are working for you and and what you'd like to let go of. Again, this may be uh, people, uh, energy, circumstances, situations that are no longer really, really working for you. Um, it is natural to go through kind of a little bit of a weeding process at this point. Also, it's a time of inspiration, which those pullbacks and those meditations are really also meant to give us an opportunity to really, really look at what we want to manifest and create for ourselves in the coming new year. So uh, it can be a time of inspiration. So remember, you know, when you birth an idea or a thought or thinking about what you'd like to manifest, you also want to be patient. We don't want to necessarily rush through the process of trying to make it all happen too fast. There's an incubation period once you've set your, your, your mind on, on creating something. So, again, that's what the winter solstice is about, and that's literally where we are today. The other subject that we talked a bit about was giving and receiving, and I had a great call from uh, Tiffany talking about um, a blockade that had come up for her in her relationship, which was really nice because it did illustrate the giving and receiving ratio. She, of course, is feeling like she's committed, and then she had someone who became temporarily uncommitted, uh, you know, anxious, and, and maybe said some things that were sabotaging. And I think we have to remember sometimes that it's often really, really key to remember that what people say to us a lot of times is really more a reflection of how they see it or things that they're saying to themselves. So, in, in, and I'm going to suggest this for, for Tiffany if she's still listening or anyone else who's gone through a similar thing. A lot of times when someone is, is sabotaging a relationship, it may be that they fear that you may not stay with them or that you don't love them enough or that they're not um, worthy of you. So a lot of times these are the things that could come up behind a sabotage. And I always think it's very, very beneficial to really look at the motivations behind people and not only hear with our normal hearing, but to listen with our intuitive voice and our knowledge and our wisdom that way because we're often wiser than we know. Um, I know for me a lot of times when I'm not able to get clarity um, I have oracles. I can reach for a runestone or an angel card or pull some tarot or um, look at the astrology. I, I, I'm, I'm very blessed because I have access to things that will often give me insight in another way. And uh, certainly, you know, for all of my listeners, uh, if you're if you're wanting to get a private session, uh, you can contact me. Uh, information about the prices and sessions are on the uh, on my website. Uh, you're certainly welcome to check that out. Uh, you know, another thing I, I highly recommend is just simply subscribe to my column. It's free. Um, you know, uh, you get a lot of insight from the column, and it's not going to cost you anything if you're on a limited budget. Uh, you'll get a lot of insight. A lot of people often tell me that, that they were dealing with an issue or subject. I ended up talking about it in my column. So uh, that can be very, very beneficial. So feel free to do that as well. But uh, we want to stay as balanced as, as possible um, during the holiday season because it can be somewhat of a hectic time. We can feel ourselves getting pulled in, in multiple directions um, in attempting to deal with the Christmas themes or Hanukkah themes or any other cultural themes that people tend to follow. Uh, there's a craziness in the air. I notice this even when I drive around that there is um, that there is just too much, you know, it seems like a little too much craziness going on energetically um, in the air, so to speak. Um, listen, I, I just got another call. I, I, I'm apologizing now. I can't take the call. The show will end in about a minute, so I'm not going to be able to take the call. Please absolutely call back on any of my other shows, 804, and I will prioritize you next time. 
but uh, the show will will end. They'll cut me off, so I don't want to start something that we cannot finish. So thank you for calling in, though. But yeah, we're we're kind of out of time here. Okay, this is Jim Ventura. Thank you for tuning in to my giving and receiving uh, show. Um, enjoy the uh, the solstice today. Get some time to retreat and to pull back, and uh, also. Um, to uh, make sure you you know you both give and receive this holidays that you keep yourself kind of in a balanced place during uh, this particular time, which can be a little bit uh, you know overwhelming I, I guess in that sense, but also very positive. I, I do enjoy Christmas, um, uh, and uh, I've got some family and some friends here, so I always enjoy the holidays. So wishing everybody the best uh, in the holiday season and the coming year. I won't be here next week uh, because I will be on vacation, but the following week I'll be back and uh, with another uh, subject for us to talk about, and I'll be able to take calls um, then as well. So thank you for all my calls who called in. My apologies to everyone uh, that I couldn't necessarily get to, but please again call in for the next show, and we'll definitely get to you next time. All right, Jim Ventura signing out. Uh, Happy holidays, Happy New Year, and we'll catch up with everybody next time. Cheers.